Hello and welcome to the live broadcast again <laughs> for the third time. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. We got there in the end. We did, yeah. It took us a couple but, of but attempts. But the thing is, if, as this is a recording, people won't know what we're talking about, Steve. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you better just say there was a little glitch. Little, yeah. a, little, a, little, a little glitch at the beginning. Just a but minor, we're okay now. <laughs> minor teething issues. But uh, if we hadn't said the thing, no one would have known. And if no, you're just tuning in, nothing happened. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we were saying before, when we weren't sure if we had an echo or not, welcome everyone. This is really exciting. Um, this is all a fairly new concept to us, if that wasn't already obvious, um, about broadcasting live. And we're pretty excited. And um, it's, it's, all, it's all kind of new and exciting. And uh, I was a bit nervous, wasn't I? As we were sort you of... was. You asked me. You said, are you nervous, Dad? I said, No. Oh, really? That made me feel better. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I'm not nervous, folks, I've done a lot of live television. Well, not a lot. I've done live television. And I've, um, you know, done a lot of public speaking and, uh, you know, and and an awful lot of videoing. And and to be honest with you, even in my video, I mean, I know that's video, but uh, I don't edit that. That's all as you see it. So I kind of... I've kind of had two or three years of live um, video. So to me, it's just doing that. Yeah. I don't have a problem with it. If, I was, to think, I, if I was to think about the two million people that are listening to us at this moment, then I would really <laughs> worry. <laughs> oh, you never know, Steve. I'll well, tell I've you re- what, though. i tell you what, just, as a, 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 just to tell people that the podcast figures are going up through the roof. Yeah. Aren't they? Well, that's... That kind of prompted me to look into this. Um, that and I'm always looking at other sources and other other media and seeing what we can, what ideas we can poach and use mm. for our own. And um, I've, in doing that, um, the podcast figures have probably quadrupled. They have. I couldn't. I couldn't week. believe it when you when you told me. Um, and we, you know. We're super chuffed with that, and we kind of thought, all right, okay, so there's a lot of people listening to the podcast. What else can we do? And that's why we thought, well, okay, let's see mm. if we can do a live, a live show as well. Oh, I, I think it's fantastic. I, I really do. And we have really haven't seen the potential of all this yet, Steve. You know, we, we, we talked about it um, this, this week, and we said how good it would be to have a, a live broadcast every now and again. But I'm sure there's going to be times we can have question and answers. We can have all sorts of things that we can yeah. introduce uh, to, especially as the member site gets bigger and the subjects that uh, we're bringing in and, uh, increase. Um, I'm sure that we're going to find lots and lots and lots to talk about. Mm. What amazes me, you know, when you first said it was about three or four years ago, you said to me, you know, Dad, we ought to do a podcast. And I said, don't be daft, Steve. Well, you didn't know what a podcast was, did you? No, that's, oh, now look, Stephen, that's unfair. (laughs) No, I didn't know, folks. I've got a clue. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, he said, anyway, when you did explain it to me, I said, oh, Steve, you know, that's no good. We're we're an art um, company. How can you put art on the air? Well, how wrong was I? Uh, because the viewing, the viewing figures, the, the, the listening figures prove that uh, I was very wrong. Well, I can understand what you're saying. I mean, it, it's a visual medium, isn't it? So you wouldn't mm. expect people to necessarily tune into 
to an audio um, no. sort of no. show. But I don't know. I think it's. Uh, I think I think we've made it work for us. I, we have, and this is this is good because we're talking now to everybody live. Uh, it's a big difference. It's almost as good as having all everybody in the same room. Yeah. Not quite the same, but, it, you know, it's that, that idea and the live uh, side of it is exciting anyway, as we found out at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's really good. And uh, it's a good time to say, if you have got any questions for us uh, on the show, then um, get in touch with us via email. If you're listening through the website, there's a contact us button right in the bottom right. So you can click that and uh, get in touch with us through there. Um, we'll be taking your questions uh, at a few points during the show, but keep them coming in and um, I'll tally them up and then we can, uh, well, I can ask you, Dad, because they'll be for you and um, we'll cover those. Okay, you sound a lot better. I was editing the podcast um, that we recorded a little while ago for tomorrow mm-hmm. and uh, you still had a little bit of a cold and I was I thinking did. how interesting it's going to be for people listening today and you sound in full voice and tomorrow they'll hear you having a cold well well i'm i'm almost full voice again now uh i'm still got a little bit of a a throat on me i i I got a feeling it might be something to do with um you know the the cold that i had but it's also my voice is beginning to soften a little bit more people have said to me in the past very nicely your lovely soft english voice well folks it's going to get softer than that it's going to be your lovely soft english whisper (laughs) (laughs) but i'll keep going as long as i can (laughs) <laughs> well, what we'll have to do, though, we'll have to get a microphone that, that sits below me. I mean, at the moment, I'm using the microphone on the camera, uh, but I can get a microphone um, that sits below my, you know, where uh, my shirt. I, and then I can almost whisper and you'll still hear me. So I, I've got a few years left in me, Steve. Good. Good. But yes, it's interesting, isn't it, uh, uh, that... Something like that, a cold, can really ruin it. But I didn't stop, you know. Well, you know that because yeah, I've been no. filming for the last seven or eight days since I've had the cold and during the cold. And I think people – in fact, I was – I always listen back to and watch back the videos. I have to in case I miss something out. And I've been doing that today. And the last picture that I finished uh, – and I finished it about, what, three, four days ago – I could hear my voice in that cracking a little bit. Oh, really? Mm, so when people eventually hear it, um, they'll hear, it's still okay, you can still hear. It, it, it's not a problem. You can still hear what I'm saying. But I could hear that there was a little crack in it. But better that than none at all. Well, exactly. We don't want, to, uh, we don't want you to stop, do we? <laughs> they don't want not, you to stop. I don't want to stop. I'm, I'm having the ball at the moment. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's great fun. Excellent. Okay, so the first topic I've got that we want to talk about is uh, we had a question from Gabrielle and it prompted us to write a blog as well. Well, you write a blog. Mm-hmm. Her question was, how do I develop my own style? Yeah. Because... Obviously, um, you know, people are copying the the pictures on the website and copying you and and, Mm. um, it happened with you, you know, when you were you were copying things. Eventually, you would have gone into your own style of painting. Mm. Um, I suppose. Yeah. Her question is, how did how does she develop her own style? Um, 
And I suppose, how do you know that that's happened? Ah, that's the bit. How do you develop your own style is an easy. But when you, you know it happened, is not so easy. Let's deal with the first one first. How do you develop it? Well, first of all, you have to copy. Everybody does. Kids, when they start off, they copy um, their parents and they copy their teachers. They copy what they see. And this is the right thing to do. And when I first started, I was very inspired by John Constable, as you all know. Mm. And I used to look at his work and I used to try to copy, (laughs) very badly, I've got to say, what he did. And a lot of my early work would probably have that kind of influence. The other thing, I I was also copying a lot of the Victorian artists. I used to see Quinton, for instance, and I've mentioned that before. I saw a lot of his work and I copied some of his styles. And I, I, I did an awful lot of watching other paintings, videos, or not so much videos in those days, but certainly paintings and library books and programs on the television. I remember I, I, Nancy Kaminsky. I don't know whether anybody remembers her. She, quite a few years ago, I copied her quite a lot, and she was a very loose style. She, had, she worked with a palette knife, Steve, instead of wow. uh, in, with oil. So I, I used oh, wow. oil and I used a palette knife. So you I did co- that? Yes, I did. Yes, and How I did. did that a, go? Oh, I did a fantastic job of of uh, a still life that she did, uh, and I was so pleased with it until a couple of friends came round and I said, "This is what I'm up to." Oh, I love the Brussels sprouts. What? And I said, "Oh, they're grapes." Oh, oh, I really, I'm sorry. They said. So you can see, I made a really, really good job of that one. So they thought grapes were Brussels sprouts. <laughs> they thought. They thought they were Brussels sprouts, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so the pallet knife went out the window. and <laughs> Not I, literally, I hope. <laughs> no, no. Actually, you know, I've still got it somewhere. But Have I, I really? won't use it again. No. But pallet knife painting is fantastic. I mean, people that do it, I strongly admire them. I think they are very, very good at what they do. Not for me, though. It's not my kind of thing. So developing your own style, coming back to that, so all of those influences, you think about it, I, I was influenced by so many mediums and I was in, influenced by um, artists as well. And then I started doing watercolour and because I hadn't seen a lot of watercolour artists, I kind of tried to do it a little bit like the old, tried a bit of look like the palette and I tried, I tried to do things that didn't work really well. But I kind of found my own little niche area and by the time I had the exhibition which was uh, really a pivotal point for me in 1982 Easter of 1982 I'd already kind of developed my own style by then in fact people used to say to me when they came you know I could tell it was your work you know so it was quite early on that I actually got to the point where I developed my own style now how do you know well now how do you know well, do you know when you the, – the best way I can suggest it, people do and, and compare, they, they compare the picture that they've just done of mine to my picture and see the differences. And you can see a difference. I mean, Gabrielle has got her own style. I did mention this to her. And she's done a lot of pictures now. She's a very prolific painter. And she has got her own style. I can see it. I can see the, the way she, she's – 
you know, moving the colour around even. I can see it in, in people's work. So she's already developing it, but she doesn't know it yet, but she will do. It's something it will come to you gradually. But should you copy, yes, you most certainly should, and you should do as much copying as you can because gradually, once you learn all the techniques, once you learn the colours, once you learn the, the, the basic principles involved in the medium that you're dealing with, and in our case it will be the pastel pencil, you will develop your own style, guaranteed. Mm. And do you think um, your style changes as well? Or do you think it, it, it grows? It's like, you know, you said you, you developed your own style and you, you mm. sort of had it at 1982. Mm. Do you think it's changed? Yes, since, oh, since absolutely. Then? I don't think you, the style necessarily does, but you get better at it. You know, right. you, you become refined. Subtleties start creeping in. And if, almost every picture that I do, and people know this because they're following the videos of mine, I say it. I say, do you know, I haven't done this fun before. I haven't done this before. Oh, look what, look what I've achieved. Look, wow, look at that. Now, this is... This is things happening after 30 years. They're still happening to me now. So the changes are there. I've got to be honest, and I've said this before, if they didn't happen, Steve, I'd give it up. Because that's where I get my pleasure. That's where I get my challenge from. If I was to do the same old thing and churn them out one after the other after the other, it would be very boring. And we've talked about... um going into different subjects and doing still life and animals and landscapes, how do you think that affects your style? Because do you, do you have, sorry, do you have a style? Do you think that people have a style of landscape and a style of animal, like their own styles, depending on the subject they're doing? No, no. I I think that style that they develop runs through everything. Mm. I can still see, I can see the, the, the subtleties that I've found by doing my animals creep into landscape you wouldn't think it would you but it does and and the same thing the other way around and still life again your style changes if you look at if you look at great artists and you look at their landscape portraits and their whatever else they do basically you could still sell it's their picture you know John Constable, whatever he did, he did a, some beautiful work in, um, in, in, in landscape we know about. But he, he did other subjects as well, and you can still see that he that same style in it. Another, another one has just popped into mind. That's why I, for a moment, I hesitated there. David Shepard. You know David Shepard, a great artist, and a, another great uh, mentor of mine. I, I loved his work, his animals. And I'd only seen his animals, and then suddenly I saw a beautiful land. Um, it was like a set in, I think it was somebody mending a train. I think it might have been called the train maker, something. There was a, a, an, a, an older person mending a train with a young boy looking on. It was an indoor scene. It was fantastic. But, but you could still see the David Shepherd stamp in it. You really? Still, yes, you could still see it. His meticulous detail, his, the way he, he's, if you, and I'm sure other people would know what I'm talking about, when you see one of his landscapes, you see his, his flick, of, flick of the brush. In fact, when I did the rhino, I remember mentioning, this is a bit like David Shepard, you know, when I was flicking those um, uh, bits of twig and grass around uh, in the background, because it was quite an impressionistic background there. And I remember saying about uh, that uh, it resembled 
like David Shepherd would do. Mm. And even those kind of things, you can still see those kind of influences in, his, uh, in that work that I saw. So the style itself is probably the same, but the, the technique... Uh, the techniques do change. They have to, obviously. If I'm doing a, 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 a tree or a bush, it's not going to be quite the same as if I'm doing a, a furry animal. It's <laughs> got to be, there's got to be a difference. Otherwise, we're really in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, but, but the, the style of doing it is still the same. The way you layer the colors, the, the, the way you hold the pencil, all of this is the style mm. that uh, goes to inherit. But... It, I really wouldn't worry about it. I mean, we're probably making a big deal out of this. Jonathan, I remember, um, who I know is listening because he gave us a bit of feedback early on. Now, his, his work started off um, uh, many, many years ago. And his work is very stylish. And if you look at his marine work that he does and you look at his animals, again, you can still see. I can see it. Jonathan did it. Hmm. Do you think it's... That, that, uh, that indefinable, almost, um, style that's there. Do you think it's difficult to see your own style, though? Oh, I think it is, yes. And I think it's something you shouldn't worry about because if you start thinking like that, you're conscious of that when you're painting and you don't yeah. want that. You don't want anything like that in your mind. You don't, don't worry about it. I would say everybody out there, you have got your own style, even though you probably don't know it yet. And the more painting you do, the better you're going to be at it and the more your style will emerge. Right. That's good. Okay, yeah, that was a good topic. It was a very uh, good topic, yes. It was a good question. Um, So, yes, thanks for that, Gabriel. Okay, um, I'm going to move on to um, talking about another topic that also went out as a blog, I think, yesterday. Mm -hmm. We got an article through from the Huffington Post, which was to do with colouring and how colouring can help reduce stress. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really interesting article, so that's why I, I just sort of decided to put some information about it on the blog. Um, they got quite scientific about it in the blog, you know, about um, different parts of the brain that it activates. But ultimately, it was talking about how it relaxes you. Mm. Um, mm. And uh, the actual action of moving the pencil... Um, a sense of accomplishment, a sense of actually achieving something um, reduces the stress. Mm-hmm. But kind of what uh, we've talked about it before as well, about how um, it could be therapeutic. Mm-hmm. But what I suppose uh, I was interested in is the kind of meditative style of it. Um, and I suppose it's all related to reducing stress as well, you know, um, meditating and um focusing on something that you're doing and all of these factors help to reduce stress um, absolutely mm. but but also like it brings you because i'm reading a book at the moment um called the power of now and it's um it's about you know being in the moment and um mm. in the present and i suppose when you're coloring drawing painting any kind of form of art you're in the present moment you're in the now absolutely and so mm. everything any worries you've got any troubles you've got kind of fall away don't they mm, absolutely and, oh, i couldn't couldn't agree with you more yeah and it's yeah. all it's all related isn't it so mm. so this article was talking about that so you can you can read a bit more about it on the huffington post uh, or on our blog mm. but what's kind of i mean you obviously agree with all that but totally mm. um i was just thought it was interesting how it kind of it does bring you into the now brings you into the moment and everything else 
kind of doesn't matter because you're... Yeah, I think what we've got to, we've got to remember is there are two halves of our brain. We've got that right side and we've got the left side. The right side is all the logical things. That's what we need them both. But the right side of the brain is really, really important for everyday living. It, it makes our plans. It gives us all the, uh, the information, the, uh, the intelligence, not so much the intelligence. Well, I suppose you'd say intelligence, but the, the academic intelligence side which is really, really important. Now, the left side of the brain is all the creative side. That's where all of the, the colouring comes from. And what you have to do... It, most people, if they're creative people anyway, would automatically switch between one and t'other. I do, automatically. I, I couldn't believe when I first started demonstrating in front of thousands of people at the big sh London shows that I could actually do a picture... And then break off every two or three minutes, break off and talk to people. Oh, what colour paper do you use? Oh, what are pencils are you using? You know, how do you do that? So on, so on, so on. And I answer all the questions. And then when there was a lull, when everybody was happy, I went back to the picture. And I produced some of the best pictures that I'd done at that point in time Why? during those exhibitions. Now, Why do you think that is? Ah, well, <laughs> I'm coming to that. <laughs> What it is, I learned to switch between one and t'other. It's like a little... I can switch in and switch out, switch in and switch out. Mm. And it's not easy for people to do that in normal life. They, because people used to say to me, I get, once I go into the, into the zone, I can't be got out of it. You know, my wife tried to, 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 to bring me round, or my husband tried to bring me round, and, 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 I, I, and I was completely lost. Now, <laughs> and this is can happen. I mean, obviously, you can get so engrossed in what you're doing that you, you're oblivious to everything else going on around you. That doesn't happen with me. That um, I can switch in, in an instant between one and other. And, but it takes some doing. Mm. When I was doing a workshop, I would do um, a workshop. I would just show some of this is how you're doing it, folks. And after all, I talk all the way through these videos, don't I? I'm talking all the time. I'm doing it. Now, I, people have said, how on earth can you do that? Surely, um, if you're talking all the time, your right side of the brain is doing the talking and your left side is doing the, uh, the artwork. How's that possible? It's because I've got a foot in both camps. You see what I mean? Yeah, But what I do do and what people I'm sure will find fascinating is when I listen back, like I always do to the, the um, videos that I do, I am constantly surprised at what I've said. I can't remember <laughs> saying those things. What, you don't know what you're saying? It's, it's not so much that. It's my narrative is what's going on at the time when I'm drawing a narrative. So in a way, I suppose, I'm really more on the, uh, on the left side of the brain than I am on the right. Mm. But anyway, coming back to the, the whole question of this, um, the creative side of the brain is the bit that gives you all the stress release from the right side of the brain that creates it. Now, if right. you think of it like that, the right side of the brain is creating all the stress. The left side of the brain is the one that you kind of go into that mode and some of that stress is released. And even if you've got a, a, um, a pain somewhere, I've had a back pain for a little while now, as you know, and when I'm painting, it's not there. 
when I get up, it is. Yeah. When I go back to start paid again, it isn't. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're focusing the focus of your left side of the brain or your mind or your creative side, whichever we want to talk about and, and, and refer to it, is the one that's in command. And the more you can do that, folks, the less stress you get. Look at the stress-free life I have, Steve. You know it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I almost fall asleep sometimes. I'm so <laughs> de-stressed. Now, people will envy me that because, uh, I mean, I'm not saying I don't have stress. I do. Uh, everybody does in their life. But it's the way you deal with it. And your book, The Power of Now, uh, is a great book. And it's something that we would like to, and maybe because we've got this live broadcast now, we can maybe go into these things more. I mean, I've done an awful lot of research and uh, mum has, and you have too. Um, but we don't, want to, we don't want to talk about that too much on, on, uh, on a podcast. podcast. <laughs> However, no, but there is a lot to it. And people might wonder sometimes how, you know, how lucky we are that we have the uh, kind of lifestyle that we have. It, it's not really luck. It's because we designed it that way, because that's the way we live. That's the, um, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, there is more to it. And it kind of links in a little bit with what um, your daughter, my sister, um, Rebecca, has, mm-hmm. uh, has been working on recently. Um, mm. And we, we sent out an email and put a bit of information out there about um, the book that she's been writing uh, with a friend of hers and uh, the meditation that a lot of people have um, tried and they, they continue to use it because it's so effective. That's right. That's all kind of linked with the power of now and the, the meditation and, and all this kind of thing. So if people are interested, we probably should mention that, um, that if you go to theformulabooks.com, theformulabooks.com, um, you can find Rebecca's book um, that she's written. Yeah, and that, that book, um, I've read it two or three times. I mean, we read it while Becky was writing it. And I said to her at the time, this is going to change people's lives. And it's already doing that. We know that from the response that Becky's getting back from it. And why does it change the mind? It's not religious orientated. It's got nothing to do with anything like that. So anybody, anybody can pick it up and pick up all the little tips and practice the um, exercises that are there. You don't have to go into uh, Tibet and sit cross-legged on the floor for five hours to meditate. You don't have to do that. She doesn't do it. And you don't have to do that. You can switch on when you learn the switch between one and the other, which I do all the time, as you know, it could be through the artwork. Um, but people, if they haven't got artwork, then they have to find something else to do. And, and meditation is wonderful for that. It, it, does, it does bring you into that uh, state of consciousness, which is so rewarding and stress-free. Mm. I mean, everybody's got to return to their stressful life. You can't get away from it for completely. But at least some people would say, well, just, just a, a, a half an hour's release from it would be a, a blessing. Mm. And uh, this is what uh, Becky and, uh, has done. She, she gives people that option. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful. And so as, as creative people, and I imagine that most of the people that are listening to this are creative because it wouldn't be listening to us otherwise, um, then you would know already the, the uh, therapeutic benefits of 
um, losing yourself in something. It doesn't. It can be anything. Uh, I mean, Eileen, my wife, uh, knits. She does some fantastic knitting. It's a stress release, and other people read, and other people, you know, play golf. You know, anything that takes you away from the normal humdrum life that we live is, is a good thing. And we're very lucky that we've got the painting uh, and all the things that we produce on our, our website is designed as a stress release. Yeah. Um, it's funny, you, you were talking about uh, the brain and everything. Had you read that article on the Huffington Post? No, I haven't. No, Have I haven't. you read the article on the blog? Not yet, no. No. <laughs> you pretty much quoted it. Well, <laughs> like... I would, because uh, the reason I do, Steve, because I know, I know all about it. I, I did quite a lot of research on it uh, early on about the right and left side of the brain. We know that there is, it's a fact, it's not fiction. It used to be thought, as, uh, what are you talking about, a silly person? It's, Everybody's just got one brain and it does it all. It doesn't. It doesn't do that at all. You have that one side and the other. And the, when you get in, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to us now have already experienced this uh, change that comes over them when they start painting. Yeah. I remember once uh, in my class, quite early on, I had a young lady called Sandy, and she had a very stressful life. And she said to me, one day she came on, do you know I really love doing this? She said, sometimes I, I'm there till three o'clock in the morning still doing it, and I've got no idea of time. And she had a very stressful life, had a job and children and so on. So I thought, wow, fantastic, you know, uh, and... and so this is what's led me on from those early days to to do that kind of research to know that this is this is where I want to be that's for sure mm. and what we try to do is to encourage others to follow suit yeah absolutely well um still on the subject of kind of stress um there's a segment that we want to introduce in the live broadcast which is called behind the scenes and the idea of it is to give you a little bit of an insight into into what happens here um, behind the scenes, funny enough. And um, just to sort of tell some stories um, about what you're working on, Dad, uh, what mm-hmm. I'm working on, um, and just kind of just something a little bit extra for people. And on that kind of subject of uh, therapeutic stress and all this kind of thing, you had um, a scenario yesterday, didn't you, with something new that you were developing I did, yeah. Do you, want to, do you want me to talk about it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, what it was, um, I was, I'm, those of you who don't know about it, I'm developing a cartoon section to the website. The idea is it's for kids, and the age range is from, I don't know, nine or ten up through to about 90, I would think. That's <laughs> quite, a good age quite range. Quite big then. Yeah. I, the reason I'm absolutely convinced that people of that age will do it because I still love doing it. I am, I am enthralled by cartoon work. I think it's fantastic. But I'm doing it for another reason too. Um, I want to introduce children into it, and I think children will love it. They might. It might be a little hard for the younger children, but anybody 9, 10, 11, this stage, I'm certain will be able to follow what I'm doing. So we've got that side of it. I want to introduce kids into our programs and also i want people to draw more now 
as people know, all they've got to do is go onto our website and download the uh, plough in the field and there it's all ready for them and start colouring. But really, uh, we have tried in the past to encourage you to start drawing with the life drawing. It was one thing we tried. We've got another one that's coming up very soon with the drawing uh, your pet. Uh, but I also wanted another side of drawing, and I thought, what better way of doing it than do cartoons? Because cartoons really don't need the kind of um, precision, if you like, that uh, realistic pictures do. You can get away with things more. Um, anyway, coming back to the point. In, so I was developing, I, and I got to the point where I had the formula. Now, it's taken me a long time, folks. Um, I started thinking about this middle of last year. We talked about it, didn't we, see? Yeah. yeah and I've been thinking about it ever since. I've had so much work to do that uh, I haven't really had time to get back to it. But now, you know, the, the setup now, Stephen's taken a lot of this on. You've taken it on, Stephen, very kindly. It's leaving me to do more of the art side. So it, it, I didn't have any excuse, really. So I've now brought it back into the fray, and we've got the first one, really. Um, I had it almost there. Now, when I say almost there, I'd drawn it out, and I'd got, the, I'd got the format, and I thought, right, this is it. I started filming, switched the camera on, completely dried up. <laughs> oh, so I thought, oh, dear. I cancelled that, tried again. I did it five times. I switched it on, and I wasn't happy with it. But each time I did that, I learned a little bit more. But, folks, we're talking about stress. I was beginning to get stressful. And then Stephen rang me. I didn't did, you? didn't I? Yeah. And you sounded stressed. <laughs> How are you doing, Dad? <laughs> and I said, I said uh, didn't I say something like, haven't I, uh, I hope I haven't cut you off filming? And you went, That's yep. right. You did. Yes, you have. <laughs> I've just had to stop the film again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and, and we had a little chat didn't we I mean we, we're very light-hearted about things and uh, we said you know it's going to happen you said to me well, well why don't you put it away you know give it give it up now this was sort of was it late afternoon I think it about was wasn't it five o'clock yes that's right it's five o'clock I said give it up dad you know um you know it come back to it you know when you feel no I said you remember what I said to you I said no I can't do that because this will be on my mind if, if it stays there, it's going to be on my mind and I won't be able to sleep. I know I'll be waking up three o'clock in the morning thinking about it and I don't like doing things like that. So whatever happens, Steve, I said, I've got to keep continue. I did. And I did it three or three more times. I still wasn't getting it right. It, 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 was the, it was the way I had to present it. It was completely different, as you can imagine, to one of my pastel pencil pictures. Totally different. And so I had something to eat. I broke off, had something to eat, had a half an hour break and went back to it and it sailed through it. I sailed through it and, and I sent you the um, email. Uh, no, I sent you a text, didn't I, saying, yeah. I'm okay, Steve, it's all sorted, lovely. I can rest easy in my bed, <laughs> which I did. Why do you now, think breaking off and having something to eat did it? Well, it did. Well, it was, I know, I've had this so many times, Steve, in the past, but I know I have to continue with something. If I've got, if I've got it on my mind, it, I, I've got to get rid of it from my mind. You know, I've got to get rid of it. It's got to be um, cast off because I know that I will think about it from experience. I've had this and, 
so what I did, I knew that if I had a cup of tea, broke off, um, had a, something to eat, and then went back to it with fresh eyes. That's, that's the key to this, fresh eyes. You look at it slightly differently. I switched it on, and it went, I sailed through it. And I watched it back. Uh, I didn't watch it back last night. The reason I didn't do that is, although I was satisfied with it last night, I thought, if I watch it back and then I see there's something wrong, it's too late to do anything about it. You're with, yeah. you're with me now. You're following me. So I didn't watch it back, but I watched it this morning, and it was fine. And I think, well, I could have done, watched it last night. But I know from experience that had I done, and I'd, I'd have had to do it again. And that would have created more stress. So there's an experience here, folks, that um, I want to, I've shared with you. You wouldn't normally hear this. And if we hadn't done this live program, you would never heard about it. But these are the things that go on behind the scenes that uh, everybody thinks, oh, I've just got to pick up a pencil and there it is. Boom, magic. It doesn't work that way sometimes. Mm. We, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of potential stress i wouldn't say that i was really that stressed out uh steve i was kind of a little bit yes uh, i knew what i wanted to do and the thing is i knew i could do it that's the difference and i knew that it was it what i wanted to do i was capable of doing but i had to find and i had to get the right uh i had to put it all together and I did, and it worked, and it's brilliant. Folks, you're going to love this. Uh, so now I've got the second one on the chalk. But once again, I've got another one on the chocks um, this morning, ready for me to actually do the, the filming, Steve. Now, I didn't do it. Why didn't I do it? Because I knew we were doing this. You see what I mean? I have to – I work things out like that. I think, no, if I do it later – I'll be fine because I'd have time to do it. But if I did it before uh, I came on air here – I'd have it on my mind all the while I'm doing it, uh, this, this show. Mm. And I've said so many times, and I'm sure people sometimes get fed up with what I say um, about the stress side of it. Never, ever go to bed uh, with something on your mind. What I used to recommend to my classes when they used to say, oh, I've thought about this all night long, and I've thought about it ever since I saw you last. The thing to do is... When you're doing a picture and you're doing it in the evening, when you get to a part of your picture that you're really pleased with yourself and you think, wow, I really, that was really good, stop then. Don't continue. Stop on a high. I used to say to people, go to bed on a high. Because if you go to bed with something on your mind, that will prey on your mind. Mm. And although, you know, the next day you probably get up and you work it out, it, it, it's not good f for the body to go through those kind of traumas. And after all, in most people that are listening here uh, aren't professional artists. They're doing it for enjoyment, for leisure, for a stress-free existence. And so you don't want to put the stress there. Mm. So this is, this is basically what's happening to me. Do you want any more? I've got plenty. <laughs> loads of things that have happened to me this week, Steve, I'll tell you. Um, yeah. There's always something that's going, uh, that's going on. Um, but I've, I've, the other picture, I've finished that and absolutely enthralled by it. And you said to me recently that uh, the pictures are getting better. Well, this one has, takes a biscuit. <laughs> this, this new, not, the, not the cartoon, the, uh, the other picture I've done. I'm so... I'm such in a good place at the moment with my pictures and this is uh coming across on the video as well because i do express my joy and wow look at this folks wow look Your at this enthusiasm folks. for it yes 
and I can't help it. It's it's natural. That can, just comes out mm. because, uh, and I think people love that. I, well, I hope they do anyway, because they're seeing that kind of passion that one day they'll. And at the end of the picture, I remember saying on camera, uh, "This is an advanced picture, folks." But uh, you know, it doesn't mean to say you know the beginner, even the beginner, it doesn't have a can ha- can't have a go at it. You can, uh, oh, but yeah. it's an advanced picture. But one day, folks, you've got to remember that you could do this. You can yeah. do this eventually if you keep at it. Well, yeah. exactly. I mean, your passion and your enthusiasm does rub off on people, mm. for sure. Yes. Uh, yeah. It rubs off on me as well when you speak about it. And uh, our podcast, we can end up being quite, you know, on cloud nine kind of thing, you know, by mm. the end of recording, because what we mm. cover is so positive, which is mm. great. And I hope it, it lifts other people when they listen to it. Oh, um, I hope so. I hope so. It, it, it's, it's certainly our intention, isn't it, to do that, Steve? I mm. mean... It's lovely to have people, that all our members, giving us this lovely feedback. It's lovely to do that, and we, we, we can't ever get enough of it. Yeah. But really, deep down, we're doing it for another reason. We're doing it for the pleasure of giving that to people. Hmm. You know, and uh, it's, a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful thing to have. It's a wonderful... It's like you when you go on the stage and you do your, sh- your last pantomime you did that was, had a fantastic success of it and people were sa- raving about it. Now, that gives you a satisfaction. I mean, it, it's not what you got paid for. That's, that, was, that was just incidental. It's the, um, the appreciation that, of what kind of job you've done Mm. that really sits home. That's what you remember. Yeah. You spend the money, you spend the money very quickly. But the appreciation you get, that lasts for a yeah. long time. Well, going back to what you said about um, doing advanced pictures and saying to beginners, you know, um, you can do this and things like that. I'm amazed, like pleasantly surprised, the amount of beginners um, that send in their work um, and they've done really good jobs and they've just jumped straight in with an advanced picture. That's right. That's right. Like, it's amazing. I mean, we put these categories on the site, you know, beginners, intermediate and advanced, but that's just a guide. I mean, people, people should do a subject that grabs mm. them and that they want to do. And the amount of people that do an advanced picture that are just that's starting right. out and make a really good job of it. They do. And, and I say to everybody who does that, keep your expectations a bit low. Don't expect to do one like me. You can't do that. But you'll do a good job of it. And... Uh, I agree with you totally. Some mm. some of the work that's come through recently has been mind-boggling. I would say mm. I, you want you want to shout it from the rooftops, don't you? Show everybody. I mean, we do show people on the blogs, and and the community site is a great thing because they can share there, and it's very important. You know, when I was first started out, Steve, I, I've probably told this story before. Forgive me if I have, but when I first started out, I used to take my work. Uh, bear in mind, I had a job then. I wasn't, I wasn't an artist then. I just played at it. I used to take my work around to a neighbour a few doors along and used to say, oh, look, I've just finished my picture. Oh, isn't that lovely, she used to go. Now, I lived for that because I needed that inspiration. I needed that lift that that mm. gave me. And every, every time I did a picture, I took it round because she didn't mind. She, she loved seeing them. And she used to go, oh, now, when I look back on them, they weren't really very good, to be honest. They, they weren't. But I, I, was, I was given the lift 
by what she said. And we try, well, don't try, we do do the same thing for our, our um, artists. Because you, you know me, I don't criticize, I never will, I never give a critique. I, if somebody asks me what's wrong with this, I'll tell them. In, in a nice way, I say, you've done a great job of this, and I love the way you did that. But if you just use this color for that, or just put a little bit less on, or put it, that's not a critique. That is helpful guidance and advice. And so, mm. very, very important that uh, it gives people a lift, the two. doesn't it? It, 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 it lifts does. them up. We all need it, Steve, everybody. And, and don't, be, don't be proud to say, oh, you know, it's all right, you know, but uh, you're just saying that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean it, it's silly to say that. I mean, people, yeah. you know, and I, you know, I've always said that we, when you're doing your picture, you aim for a hundred percent. You can't hit a hundred percent, but you aim for that. So you'll hit eighty percent of your your expectancy. And people don't expect it to be that high. Their expectations is probably sixty percent. So they're always going to be a bit better. I mean, people have, I'm sure have experienced that when they've, they've put it on their wall and go, you didn't do that, I did, you didn't, I did. It's wonderful <laughs> for that to happen to people. Yeah. Well, my behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, yes. How, how did your behind the scenes go this week? So what happened to you? Well, actually, I've got, um, I've got like a, a little sneaky thing that I want to play for people. And it is a behind the scenes. And as I was editing the podcast that's going out tomorrow... Um, there was a section in it that I had to cut out, you know, because we have to have to edit these down sometimes. And uh, I suppose it's kind of a sort of a mini outtake. <laughs> and uh, I thought I thought I'd play it for people. I'm going to try and play it for you. And uh, it was really funny. Let me paint the picture for people, um, if because uh, they wouldn't they wouldn't have been there. They won't know what's going on. So obviously, uh, Dad had a little bit of a cold, but he was getting over it. But he had a tissue in one hand. And it's just, he had it poised just in case he needed to wipe his nose. Uh, bless him. And there was one point where he was sort of wiping his nose very gently with the tissue, but it in my ears, because I was monitoring it, and you had the monitors on as well, but you, can, you couldn't hear it. There's this little sort of, sort of like rubbing <laughs> on the mic. And I'm going to just play for you that moment because it was, uh, this is a true behind the scenes moment because you won't hear this in the podcast tomorrow. Okay, hopefully it will play. Art apprentice, but I've been struggling through the lessons for five years. Have you? Oh, sorry. sorry. I can hear that. That's I'm the thing sorry, I can hear. I'm if sorry, you do that, just move the mic away from your mouth. Okay. It's when you're doing it like this. That's, it's when you're going like this. I was <laughs> trying to be right on the mic, And all I can do is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Too. Next time, just... <laughs> I could have a tissue at the end yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear. Go on, go on, get on with it. <laughs> um, now, you would have heard that, Dad. Now, are you, how many of these are you going to pull out then, Steve? <laughs> I, I, I'm getting worried now. <laughs> <laughs> what I did was, I don't know if that was loud enough for people to hear, but what it was, you mentioned, uh, I was saying, well, because we've got on the mics, we've got a, uh, a foam cover on the mic. And I said, well, why don't you just rub your nose on the mic? <laughs> and you said, yeah, I should just put a tissue on the end. And just <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Well, that's yeah. the clip I just played. Oh, right. Oh, well, that's funny. And, uh, it's, it's good fun. I mean, the thing about it is we, we, we do have a lot of fun. 
doing this and some of the things that uh, Especially when I suddenly burst out coughing or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't play that bit. You didn't bit no, no, no. <laughs> but do you know what out. amazes me? I've got to tell everybody, you do a fantastic job of editing. I can never, ever tell when you, you said, I'm going to cut that out. I could never tell. And I'm sure people, excuse me, I'm going to cough, folks. Excuse me. <coughs> <laughs> I can't cut that out, listeners. <laughs> No, you can't cut that out. You can't cut that out. I've got, I'll have a little drink of water now. You little. It's because, it's because <laughs> I made you laugh, didn't, isn't it? So I made you laugh. That's, and right, then, that's, uh, what, that's what you did, yeah. Yeah, so I can't make you laugh. can't make you cough. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but you, you do a fantastic job of, of editing and uh, I'm sure people appreciate it. Well, I have to because mm. you're coughing and wiping your nose on the camera. <laughs> <laughs> on the camera, on the mic. It's funny. We do have a lot of fun. I, I probably shaved off about five to ten minutes of a half-hour podcast. Oh, it's, gosh. So. <laughs> but better that than leave it all in. I'll play it on this show instead. Oh, yeah. I expect, I expect that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Maybe I'll, uh, every week, I'll, I'll just take an outtake and play that for people. <laughs> well, what, what else has happened behind the scenes? Other things as well, surely. It's not all. Um. Because you've already told them about the uh, how you found out the this fantastic live broadcast set up. Yeah, yeah. So we want to do more of these. Um, we're probably going to wrap it up pretty soon because we're hitting an hour, and uh, an hour is probably a good a good amount of time to talk. People don't want to listen to us any longer than that, I suppose. Um, but these will be uh, added to our podcast, so there'll be additional episodes. So we'll we'll carry on doing the weekly show, um, half hour. Uh, and we'll also be uploading these recordings to it as well. So Great. you'll oh, be getting... Well, that'll be fantastic. Yes. Well, well, I've enjoyed it. I'm sure you have, Steve. Let's hope yeah, everybody out there has. Yeah, well, um, this has been a bit of a, a test run for us. Um, and <laughs> the thing is, it's quite difficult for me because unlike a podcast where I can actually like listen live what's going on, I'm listening uh, at a delay. So everything that we're talking... Um, I am actually listening to about a second or two later, which is a bit distracting. <laughs> well, you've done very well, Steve, I'd say. I mean, I knew, I knew you had that problem because you told me, but you've done very well. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have known that. Yeah. Well, the important thing is that these come out well. And um, we had some emails um, throughout the show of just, you know, volume levels and things like that. So I've been adjusting that as we go. So I hope that we've reached a good balance and that everything is uh, sort of all the settings are okay and then uh, i can remember those for next time well well th- thanks uh, thanks to everybody who's done that who's taken the time to to put you right stevie yeah so um like i say these are being recorded so these will go out on our podcast as well as additional episodes we're hoping to do one if we can once a week um obviously because it's live we can't guarantee a specific time each week um because we're so busy and it's uh, it's hard to, to to nail us both down for for an actual live broadcast but we'll hopefully do it at a time where uh, wherever you are in the world you can tune in you know it's not too late or not too early mm-hmm. um and i know we've had some listeners claudia's listening to us from canada oh that's fantastic but one of the good things about this you can you can put it on the radio section because you didn't you haven't told anybody that you've done that yet you've you've got a radio section as opposed to podcast now uh, yeah. on, on the headed uh, along the headings 
Yeah, well, um, if people are on the site, they would have noticed the heading changed. And uh, the reason we changed it is because we were going to introduce these live broadcasts mm. Um, mm. and turning it into more of a radio show uh, and podcast. You know, mm. so it's almost a radio show that's uh, that's just you know going out live and then being recorded. And there's probably quite a few people like me uh, four or five years ago who didn't know what a podcast was, so they would have just skipped across it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, we. We want to encourage more people to listen to the podcast because there's so many tips, um, you know, mm. 116 episodes. And uh, if they're half an hour long, I'm rubbish at maths, but that's a lot. <laughs> 55 hours. Yeah, you, right side of the brain, Steve. Switch to the right side of the brain, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, so it's a lot, a lot of... Uh, a lot of stuff out there and obviously we're going to be adding to it through through here but this is a good opportunity as well so if um, people want to tune in and get their questions answered live um, then they can email us um, and we'll, we'll answer them live you know so if people want instant instant answers from you it's somewhere that they can go um, every time you know excellent wait for excellent. the live broadcast email them and um, we can uh, answer them you can answer them great so be pleased to Good. Okay. Um, so thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, we're going to do another one probably next week, I think, aren't we? Possibly if, Thursday. If we can. If we can. Yep. Yep. We, we should be. You're here. You're down here Thursday, aren't you? You're, you're here for a few I'm days. I'm still here. Because you've got a yeah. um, you're, you're TIE next week, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going on tour with the TIE play. Um, because people might not be aware that we're actually not in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's amazing. You're in London. I'm in Broadstairs. Yeah, we've been doing this uh, over Skype. So we're actually uh, sort of doing a remote broadcast. Um, Great. But next week, we'll be in the same place. And um, and hopefully, Dad won't be wiping his nose on the mic. And No, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't, you could, people have got a horrible f- impression of me now. <laughs> you know, that, that's the vision that they'll have when they're watching all my videos. I hope he's not rubbing his... <laughs> You know, I hope he's not rapping his nose on the microphone or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that is the first time in 116 episodes that... Well, uh, I never did it, though, folks. I, I don't want people to think I actually did do no, it. No, you I didn't, didn't do no. it. <laughs> I use handkerchiefs like we all do. Of course. Of course, very hygienic. Because other people have got to use that mic. <laughs> yes. Some very famous people as well, where you've been going recently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, okay, anyway, we're, we're waffling on. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Um, I've got the jingle here, so I'm going to play that, and that's going to play us out. So um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, stay tuned for more broadcasts on the Facebook page, uh, on the website. We'll update the radio page so you know when the next one's coming up. And uh, that's it for this time. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. In... <laughs> uh-huh. Are you no, going to say it, Dad? Uh, well, I... I I wasn't sure whether you were going to say enjoy your week, you see. Let's say it. Say, hey? Let's say it because it'll oh, probably right. be next week. Let's start again, Steve, because we know that... Say, I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, enjoy your week. Enjoy your week. <laughs> you do. Still get it right.